Party time, Mom. What's up, everybody? It's a Monday episode. As always, we're going to be talking about the news, the topics, and the headlines coming up. We've already talked about the bad stuff before we ever started taping, so y'all missed out on that. <laughs> uh, but we might revisit some of those quirky little ideas that ramble around in my head. I hope everybody had a good weekend and uh, a lot of news to get to today. I think the thing that is on everybody's mind is, of course, the death of Jeffrey Epstein. But did he die? We'll answer that question in this episode. And before we get into that, I want to remind everybody, go to blazetv.com slash humor and subscribe. Use promo code CHAD. Get your first month free. Come on. You're missing out on great episodes of Humor Me. And, uh, of course, go to watchchad.com. Check out where we're going to be around the country, Missoula, Montana, Tuesday night. Uh, most liberal place uh, in Montana. We got a great shout-out from a critic there in the newspaper who said, well, this is disappointing that Chad Prather's coming to our town. <laughs> and, you know, it, it then went off to stereotype me as a conservative, which I am. I had a guy on social media yesterday from Australia, of all places, and, and God bless the folks in Australia. we got a great fan base in Australia. A lot of you folks watching this thing or listening to it right now are in Australia. We appreciate you guys, but y'all know you have some nuts down there, too. And this guy said, I don't like Chad Prather. He's just a con man. And I'm like, well, what's the con? You know, y'all are just making him wealthy. I said, what's the con? I'm all for this making me wealthy thing. (laughs) What's the con? And he says, well, I I didn't say I don't like him. He's just biased. Well, everybody's biased. And then he comes out in the next statement and says, well, I just hate Trump. That's called bias. If having an opinion makes you a con man, sign me up, mama. (laughs) If that helps me make money, I'm all for it. Sitting over here in the hot seat, my good buddy came back, Eric Ransom. I'm here. Sitting in here, hanging out, looking sharp. <laughs> I'm got, not as sharp as you, though, Chad. That's a lie. I'm lazy. It's a Monday. I got my, I got my coat on. but I'm I told my... you, you're looking better than a Harlem pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Look better than an Oak Cliff pimp, And baby. an Oak Cliff pimp that's as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always happy when Eric's in the room. Man. We, got, we got stuff to get to today. Absolutely, man. Hot topic. Oh, man. I can't believe this world we're living in. It's almost surreal. That's my wife's word. She said it's surreal. The stuff that we're seeing, it's like watching a movie these days. And sitting over in the peanut gallery, let me remind everybody, Party Foul Steve's sitting over there. He's got all the information, and he's going to break down this conspiracy theory. Not yet, Steve. We'll get to it. Not yet. See, Steve wants to – Steve's holding on to the knowledge in his head right now, and he's afraid he's going to lose it, so he wants to spill it out. You hang on, Steve. And, of course, the man flying the mothership, which is Studio 22, of course, the puppet master, Mark, at the helm. What's up, brother? Not much. How you doing? And Candice, queen of the Ethiopians, hard at work trying to make us look and sound good and educated and informed. Always hidden. Always hidden. It's a great shot of you, Candace. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's talk about Jeffrey Epstein. Is he dead, first of all? He's definitely dead. He's dead. The guy's dead. I know everybody's like, well, he's probably living in Sweden. You know, he's, he's off He's off living in sin with Amelia Earhart and Elvis Presley or something like that. But right. no, he's dead. He's definitely dead. Now, the question is, how did he die? How did he die? So let's recap what we know. Right. Because, that, because we still don't really know how right. he died. All right? So he had been on... He attempted, apparently attempted suicide on July the 6th. Right. And they put him on suicide watch. Here was a guy with just a Trevor treasure trove of information. That's correct. On the on the high and mighty and powerful that are out there. But not with just information. I mean, this guy's with information and he's worth billions. Yeah. Which which is interesting because Jeffrey Epstein, here's a guy who becomes, you know, a mega millionaire, billionaire from what? From where? From, you know, how? I mean, like... 
the average person, I would defy them. If you ask them on the street, how did Jeffrey Epstein make his money? They would not know. Right. Okay. So there's a lot of mystery shrouding this person who has been a person of influence. He's hung out with the movers and the shakers. And I also want to remind everybody, this is a world that most people don't understand. This this rich and lavish lifestyle, the rich and famous. Right. Most people, I have friends who have never known anything but that. Right. So they're eight, nine generation trust funds. They, they've inherited. They, they don't understand where you and I live. Right. They, they, don't, they don't know about going to Walmart. They don't know about, you know, getting an estimate to fix the fence. They don't understand, you know, feeding the dogs. They, these kind of things, they don't live every day oh, yeah. like we do. They live, helicopters take them places. Uh, they, they're behind a velvet rope. They're in a VIP. They spend their life in a sense of entitlement. This is why so many people don't understand a Donald Trump or this this right. this culture of rich and famous that we have in America, that truly 1%. Right. Less than 1%, mm-hmm. really. So here's Epstein, $77 million mansion in Manhattan. Now put that in your pipe and let it smoke around in your mouth a little bit. $77 million mansion in Manhattan. Manhattan. This is real money we're talking about. Real. Here's a guy who's got his private jets, and apparently he's got his private island, and the speculation is that it's an orgy island. You go over there, and you have your parties, and you do these things, and nobody will find out about it. Right. Now, I know about plenty of these organizations that are out there that where, where these little rich and famous can get away and be themselves, right. so to speak, to blow off some steam, and nobody will talk about it. Right. These things do exist. I've been to events where people are like, no pictures can be taken in this event because nothing can get out on social media because there's some important people that are in there. Right. And it wasn't anything going wrong or anything bad or illegal they happening. Just they just they wanted privacy. Right. So I know these things exist. But this is on a new level. Right. And so he's got his airplane that they call the Lolita Express, <laughs> which is, you know, pretty pretty telling right there. And apparently Bill Clinton has been on it 26 times, and half the times he excused his Secret Service detail, right? Apparently Trump has been on it at least once we know of when he hitched a ride from Mar-a-Lago up to New York. Yep. And uh, But why would Trump need his plane? You know, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those, hey, if you're going that way, I'll jump on it. It's, Just it's I'll again, leave mine? You know, that's the whole thing is, is it starts to get fishy. And right. I want to go ahead and preface everything by saying – I don't care who was involved with Jeffrey Epstein. If you were involved with something illicit and illegal with Jeffrey Epstein, I don't care who you are. It needs to be revealed and you yep. need to be brought down. Especially if he was sleeping with underage girls. Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, that is – pedophilia is the worst of the worst of the worst. I mean, there's nothing lower than that. Now, if she's legal – I mean, if that's I'm legal, I mean, look, 17 and three quarters. She, right, Steve? Legal. Steve? Five. I up. don't even know what the age of consent is in Texas. And it doesn't matter. I love my wife, okay? <laughs> but I'm just saying, as a, as a, as a father of three daughters, right. you know, and, and they're virtually adults now, you know, I, I, you know, you look at these things and you're like, uh-uh. No, this is, this is a sad, sad deal. And we live in an age of human trafficking, which is an epidemic problem. In our country, and, and it's bad. I've worked with these girls in orphanages in Thailand right. and, you know, bringing them off the street at seven, eight, nine years old before they get recruited into prostitution. It's a sad, sad situation. So that's the lowest of the low. So I say, and I don't care if it's Bill Clinton. I don't care if it's Donald Trump. I don't care if it's Alan Dershowitz. I don't care if it's Matt Groening. I don't care who it is in the world of power, right. creativity, and, and that. If, if you engage in that and there's proof of it, you need to be brought down. I do have a million-dollar question, though. Yeah. 
Why would Epstein, a guy worth billions, you can you can get the cream of the crop. You can get whatever you want. Any woman you want. Yeah. Why underage? Yeah. I, that's a weird thing to me too. Like I don't I don't understand addictions to the point of a fetish like that. And apparently there was this this length of time where it was engaged. It wasn't like some twenty five year right. thing going on, but it's, apparently it was like a five six year period of time where it was really that's hot and heavy on on what right. he was accused of. Apparently, back in what 2012, he had a falling out. Donald Trump kicked him out of Mar-a-Lago because mm. he was harassing someone who was a young waitress who was there or someone who worked there, and banned him from there. Is that true? I don't know. It seems to be. That's the a lot of people keep seem to verify that. Gotcha. But why? I mean, why is that a deal? Because because here's a guy who you can have anything you want, any in the world, anything you want. And I guess I think that with that, to your point. I think that when you have everything, it's not enough. Gotcha. And you want to go get the forbidden fruit. Gotcha. Like, like, how can I? I'm rich and I can do what I want. I can do anything I want to do. And I'm tired of the status quo. I'm tired of the normal. I want to stretch the limits and the boundaries that are out there. But usually with billions of dollars, I mean, he clearly didn't take any lessons from El Chapo. No. <laughs> no. One, you should be able to get out of jail. Yeah. Two, <laughs> you surely don't die in jail. Yeah. But... Okay. Yeah. No, that's it. So here's a guy who gets put on suicide watch and then they take him off. Right. And like literally within hours. He's dead. He's dead. Yeah. Uh, Taken off of suicide watch. He was, you know, the guards. And then there's a camera malfunction where there's no video surveillance. Come on. Give me a break, man. I worked in the jail before. Yeah. And if you're on suicide watch, there's officers on you 24 hours a day. You're you're naked in a in a in a sheet in yeah. a pa- in a paper sheet. There's no blanket. There's no mattress. Yeah. There's nothing in there but a concrete slab. And here's a guy like Epstein who, I mean, uh, this is a valuable witness. This is somebody who can do a lot of damage. Uh, you know, there was stories of of one person out of Hollywood that they were talking about it. This, this, Girl said, yeah, he, he was on the plane rubbing his nasty feet on me, and I can describe his feet and what they look like. And then, you know, people like Alan Dershowitz, she says she's had multiple occasions with him. Was and, she of age? No, apparently not. And so, because, I mean, now this, I think this person's like 32, 33 years oh, old. got it, got it. So, I mean, now they're older, and they haven't been through this. But it, it's just creepy, and it's sick when you hear about these things. But you're right. Here's a guy wearing a paper gown. Yeah. Has a treasure trove of information, potential information. Now, one of the things that I've heard is people want to say, well, it's, it's Trump's fault. Trump probably had him killed because he's under uh, Attorney General William Barr's custody as a prisoner because the AG, of course, is mm-hmm. the head of all of that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really pretty crazy in that – now, I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all. Right. You had to stretch. I mean, you had to really stretch to make Trump be a Russian agent that's an asset of Putin, right, of the Kremlin right. as president. And that's been knocked down, knocked down, knocked down, knocked right. down. But now everybody wants to say that Trump is – now he's killing prisoners, right? I just don't see the evidence there like I do in the cases of other rich and powerful people when it comes to Jeffrey Epstein. Because he had dirt on a lot 
of right. people. Right, and you know what it'd be like to try to... Can you imagine being a detective on that case? Mm. <laughs> but the big thing, the big coup de grace is they... It was right after the documents had been unsealed that had all of the supposed information and evidence right. about what it was, you know, who was at risk here. And they bring him out, and he's dead. He's dead. Oh, yeah. Now, I will say, and I know people are going to pop up the picture of the, uh, you know, you can see as they're taking him, the EMTs are taking him to the ambulance or whatever. There's that side shot of his face, and and his ear looks different from another profile picture of him right. when he's alive. And they're like, oh, the, his nose is different, his ear is different. And there are some telling differences that are there. But let me remind you, he was freaking dead. <laughs> People that are dead don't look the same as when they are alive. They, they really don't. You don't. I mean, you, you've been to a funeral home. You've seen you've seen dead people. They don't. I've seen a lot of them. They don't look like they look <laughs> when they were alive. What you probably, guys he's probably lost 20 pounds since he was been incarcerated. And, and aged. Too. I mean, Easy. think about the stress and the aging yeah. of, of just probably a matter of months. At all. I think he also knew he was never getting out of there. No. I think we all never. did. No one was surprised except for him. Here's what I would. Here's the bigger question. If I'm Jeffrey Epstein, mm-hmm. I've pled not guilty. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to trial. I'm not going to go to trial until June of 2020. That's when they set the date. So I've got a little bit of time for them to build a case, for my defense to build the case, mm-hmm. to defend me. Maybe I'm guilty. Maybe I'm not. Okay. Well, once I'm guilty and I find out what's going on, well, at that point, then maybe I consider killing myself. Because but even then, I don't consider killing myself. I wouldn't either. But Think about a guy. You got a billion dollars. Yeah. Do you? Th- I'm pretty sure Bill Cosby. Yeah, Bill, is doing, Bill's ain't is doing, down eating a general population jello. Is doing fine. Yeah. When you have that kind of money, you can buy all the security and everything you want in, in prison. Yeah. You can get cell phones, drugs, mm-hmm. everything. So, okay, I'm going to prison. I yeah. got a billion bucks. I'll be fine. I'm not going to kill myself. Yeah. There's a chance you could appeal and get off. Or there's always a look, dude. It ain't over to the fat lady sings. That's exactly right. Right. That's take exactly your chances. Right. Roll the. You've been taking chances for the last twelve years. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you don't want to take more chances. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've been sleeping with kids. I mean, that's you know, my you, point. You, that's the whole thing. So, you know, that that doesn't make sense to me at all. I, I've never found a lot of billionaires with that much vanity and pride. That are ready to off themselves. Right. They just don't. That's not how they operate. Well, remember Bernie Madoff's wife said they did try to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it probably crosses their mind. Yeah. But to actually go through it. Yeah. Show me the proof. How did he kill himself and with what? Yeah. Well, let's talk about that because a former inmate at the correction center that it, it is. It's a, a metropolitan correction center, federal penitentiary in lower Manhattan told the New York Post on Saturday, there's no way Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. He says, I've done too much time in those units. It's an impossibility. He said that he explained the physical dimensions of the special housing unit cells, in addition to scheduled inmates not possessing any items transformable into an instrument of death, prevented Epstein from harming himself. They don't give you enough in there that could successfully create an instrument of death. They want to write a letter you, I said you. They, he said you want to write a letter. They give you rubber pins, maybe once a week, a piece of paper, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Could could he have done it from the bed? No. There's a steel frame, but you can't move it. There's no light fixture. There's no bars. You have sheets, but they're paper. They're yep. not strong enough. As I he, said, he was 200 pounds. 
it would never happen. He says some of the guards are on a major power trip. They know guys that are suffering. They know something the rest of the world hasn't seen, that a place like this exists in the country, and they get off on it. If the guards see that guy is breaking, they're going to help you break. Mm. Very, very interesting. Maybe he ate his paper sheet. <laughs> well, I mean, like I, I said, mean, he if he took the toilet him. paper, wadded it up, and shoved it down his throat, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's just, yeah. So it says, you know, it was revealed Saturday that Epstein, despite an apparent suicide attempt just weeks prior, was not on continuous suicide watch at the time of his death. Additionally, jail officials reportedly did not follow standard operating procedures in the hours preceding Epstein's death, which included routine checks on every inmate. And, of course, A.G. William Barr has initiated a Justice Department investigation into the matter. I'm, I'm sick of not knowing stuff at this point. This is insane. You know, I'm sick of not knowing stuff. There is so much crap that is done at high levels in the government and in every Hollywood, you name it. These, right. these people that are out here that you and I cannot relate to, but who dictate our culture to us. Mm-hmm. There's some going on, Eric. I mean, there's some real. Well, and I mean that word strongly. It's Chad. I think we should get down to the bottom of it. Yeah. Now you sound one like a conspiracy another. theorist. <laughs> now, well, this one I do. I mean, even what? Jade. I mean, my wife. She's like, no, this is surreal. Something's not. Something's not. It makes you it makes something that makes you say, hmm. Yeah. And and you got to get with us tomorrow night because we're going to do a special episode on the Clinton body count. <laughs> and we and I'm serious. We're going to do it. Are you going to do it? Oh, we're going to do one on the Clinton body count. And uh, which I know nothing about Hillary Clinton, so I'm safe. All right. I don't know anything about Hillary. But this is crazy. Are we sure we want to shoot this one? Oh, yeah. We're going to do it, <laughs> we baby. We might not be back. Oh, we going to do it, player. We're going to do it. Come at me. Yeah, We're ready for it. I don't know about that. Well, hell, you've got enough home securities. We could be on I know, <laughs> man. i got cameras all over the place. I can see that coming. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Steve, I need one of those security cameras. Yeah, we yep. don't need a camera and a gun. Uh, but that's the funny thing. Is they talked about these bombshell documents that were revealing right. that high-profile names. So there's a woman who claimed that Jeffrey Epstein uh, and socialite, I can't even say the name, Ghislaine Maxwell kept her as a sex slave. So oh, the, that's right. The duo forced her to have sex with two prominent Democrat politicians, mm-hmm. George Mitchell and Bill Richardson. Uh, of course, Mitchell was U.S. Senator from Maine for 15 years, and you know uh, Richardson represented New Mexico in the uh, in the House. And was also uh, a cabinet member of Bill Clinton's. But I digress. So there were about 2,000 documents that federal prosecutors with the Southern District of New York unsealed on Friday. Mm -hmm. Of course, Epstein was dead on Saturday. I know this because I was in Ogden, Utah, trying to sleep in that night after a show the night before. And all of a sudden, I hear banging on my door. Bam, 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 bam. Jeffrey Epstein's dead. <laughs> Party foul scene banging on my bedroom door. I was like, man, I want to sleep took, in. I didn't want you to be behind on No, the, well, I jumped up. I jumped up and I immediately tweeted. I said, if if you're surprised by Jeffrey Epstein's death, just think about how surprised he was. Yep. And that thing got massive. I was in Daily Caller yesterday with him talking about I think it got like 62,000 reactions or wow. something. Which is big for me on Twitter. But, uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. So here's, you know, multiple court depositions have been put out there to have been tra- the same that this girl to have been trafficked, to have sex with and provide erotic massages to powerful politicians, foreign leaders and well-heeled businessmen. The names of some prominent men says she was directed to have 
the names of some prominent men Guffey says she was directed to have sex with are spattered throughout the approximately 2,000 pages. So the late scientist Marvin Minsky, modeling scout Jean-Luc Brunel, former New Mexico governor, as we said, Bill Richardson, Hyatt Hotels magnate uh, Tom Pritzker, Pritzker, I never can say his name right, prominent hedge fund manager Glenn Dobin, and uh, Alan Dershowitz, Prince Andrew, he goes on Matt Groening. So you're the saying the suicides Simpsons. have just begun? Uh, probably. Well, I, I, I think the guard. You know, what did I put on Instagram yesterday? I said, you know, we're sad to announce the uh, the death of the guard that was watching uh, Jeffrey Epstein's. Yeah, we're sad to announce his death tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> However, it's worded. But yeah. <laughs> and by uh, the way, after we air the thing tomorrow. Um, just so that you know, we will never commit suicide. No. I've, t- I've told people for years. I've told people for years. If you hear that I committed suicide, it's go find the murderer. Suicide people don't wear jackets like this. Right. No. You see, Not at all. You love yourself too much. You love yourself way too you much. You know what I'm saying? I love life. I love I love, I love. love my life. I love right. everything around my life. I enjoy it. I have you a good time. You would not do that. I live life to the fullest. I mean, I just, no. I'm just, what you going to do? Because, again... I'm thinking like Jeffrey Epstein, you got a billion dollars, you can buy. I visited, I was in uh, Eastside Penitentiary in Philadelphia. It's the oldest federal penitentiary in the country. Right. Al Capone was there for a period. Actually, there was an escape there that inspired Shawshank Redemption. And so uh, the, but Al Capone was there for nine months and they still have a cell set up. As Capone, now this is they did the movie Twelve Monkeys there. I mean, it's a it's a it's like an asylum type right. place. Rocks and it's it's not a comfortable place, right? Right. So to go into a cell, the cell door you had to duck down oh, wow. to go into it. It was like a cave door, and the reason they did it that way is so the prisoners would humble themselves to go in because you know the word penitentiary comes from the old English for penitent, which means to pray. Mm. The idea of a penitentiary was it was going to drive you to your knees. And make you wow. prayerful. And that's why they call it a penitentiary. You taught me something. There today. you go. So it's never worked exactly. But a lot of people do find Jesus in a jail cell. For sure. And that's a fact. So that's why the, that's where the name penitentiary came from is because it was supposed to make people penitent. Gotcha. So anyway, you go in and they had Al Capone was there for nine months and they had a cell that was set up just like his would have been. Had a radio in it, had a upholstered chairs, had furniture in it. It was set up nice because they made him like a guest. In, in this thing. Wow. There is different treatment depending on what you're capable of doing. It is a system. It's a whole governmental system inside the prison. Well, I you know, there's also now if some prisons offer you, if you are yeah. wealthy and you can afford to pay 2000 a month, yeah. you get cable television. Yeah. So I'm saying for him, yeah, yeah, it was different than the $77 million mansion in Manhattan, yeah. but not, you don't have to kill yourself. Yeah. There's a chance, dude, you'll get off of this. Yeah. There's Believe a chance. it or not. There's a chance. There might be a legal technicality, and you get off on something. Right. It's crazy. Well, no pun intended with the getting off on something. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just, it's a sick situation. Well, he got off on a few things. And Yeah, and here's the thing. I don't, like, I don't care about Jeffrey Epstein. If he, if he did everything they said he did, good riddance. Go on. I mean, you're, you're scum. Uh, but what did he know? That's what I want to know. Like, I don't have anybody in my sights that I'm like, oh, boy, I really want to bring them down. I want to bring. Right. I don't. You know, I don't sit around going, man, I hope they arrest Hillary Clinton. And I know 50% of the country out there probably does think that. Well, I think, though, a lot of the guys were very concerned. Think about this. You're running with a crew of guys, and you guys all know what you do. Yeah. Right? One goes down. Now, remember, 
the moment it's time to go to trial, that's when people usually say, hey, okay, yeah. I'll give you this if you give me this. And he could have gotten a plea deal. Now, think about that. He could have gotten leniency on a plea deal had he spilled his guts. For sure. Maybe we all know a, that. A suicide pact with his buddies. If one <laughs> of us gets caught, you got I mean, off can, yourself. You, okay. Yeah, I don't think anybody <laughs> sees Bill Clinton commit suicide or Donald Trump, somebody of that nature. You know, I'm just talking about Trump, Trump. I'm not talking about President Trump. Right, right. you got to remember, Trump was Trump. He's iconic. Long, and they loved him long before he was president. Sure. Lo- they always loved him. Yeah. He was Trump. Because he was that billionaire, real estate, playboy mogul mm-hmm. that everybody idolized and looked towards. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of vanity, a lot of pride that's there. For sure. And so these people, don't they don't just kill themselves. No. And so I have a hard time with this thing. But it's gonna, we're going we're gonna to let it play out. Oh, I hope it plays and, out. And we're going to find out. This, this girl, though, the, the – I can't ever say her name. Anyway, said that uh, – uh, Worked at President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago Club in the early 2000s when she claims Maxwell approached her about becoming a masseuse for Epstein. The documents say she was still a teenager at the time. According to the Herald, she also alleges in a sworn testimony to have met Trump, former former Bill, President Bill Clinton, and former Vice President Al Gore. She said she did not have knowledge that Trump or Clinton had ever had intimate contact with a group of girls that Epstein kept for sex. She said, we know both Trump and Clinton were, or they say, we both know Trump and Clinton were associated with Epstein at various times in various ways, but in terms of what we have, there's no indication of any of the three of them did anything improper, according to her, her lawyer. So, you know. So then why is it a topic? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> why does it keep coming up? <laughs> why even bring their name in it if they didn't do anything, right? Exactly. Why it's... bring it up? <laughs> so we'll see. I, I think there I think there were some high – I think we're looking – me personally, if you were going to go in the conspiracy theory route, I think we're looking the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's Trump. I don't think it's Clinton. Everybody wants to do that because that's the easy way out. Right. Because they want to politicize every damn thing that goes on these days. And, well, it's, it's one side against the other side, so it must have been one or the other. Right. I don't think it was either one of them, honestly. Do I think somebody had the guy killed? Yeah. I think there's something there. I, I believe that. Even if he killed himself, there was a reason. There was something huge but I don't think it was a politically driven thing. I think he had some rich and I mean, oh come on, dude. Well, could up, it, well let me ask the, you this: Could it slightly be that the guy was like, "I'm I'm screwed"? Yeah, I've got all these cases. You know, he he went to jail on an 18 month sentence for 13 months before, right? Yeah, and he got out. So now this time it's like, hey, no bond. Yeah, he's never gone to jail and, and not gotten a bond. Yeah, this was the first time that they said, "Hey, no bond." Maybe the reality of the circumstances really set in. But again, how would he do it if you're on suicide? Well, right. he got off a suicide watch. Yeah. Um, and you had guards. Well, of course, they failed and they didn't do their job. So still, even once you get off suicide watch, they're not just going to toss you out there into the regular old right. deal. There's That's, a transition. And again, what this guy was saying was even in, in the regular cells, it, it's not set it's up just where not, you can. You right. Know, they, don't, they don't build jail cells with the purpose of you having access to suicide. Right. People find ways to do it. But that's not typical. Would you put a billionaire in general population? I wouldn't put a pedophile in general population. Mm. And there was no, there was not, that wasn't going to happen anyway. If but, he was convicted already, I would. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, he wouldn't live if long they were anyway. He wouldn't live already. Long. Well, I don't know. With a billion dollars, you might. <laughs> Maybe. Because all the guys in there are going to milk you for, hey, here's the deal. Yeah. Yeah. On my books, I need a yeah. thousand. Send my wife 10,000. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's life. And, and, <laughs> 
there are power brokers in the world that make people like Donald Trump and Bill Clinton look like pawns. Mm -hmm. They're little people compared to some of the people that are really out there. And I think people underestimate how much money and wealth is out there Mm -hmm. and people in very high places, very high places. I know that everybody wants to live under some kind of preconceived fantasy that Donald Trump just – he just came out and spoke to the invisible man of America and, and was elected president without any help from anybody out there that give me a break. There were power brokers with every everybody that becomes president. You have to have it. There's power brokers behind you that are making the calls. Things are happening. I mean, how else do you explain uh, Jimmy Carter or Barack Obama? I mean, right. it, look, David right. Geffen, David Geffen said – because David Geffen, they had another idea for who was going to be president. Uh, they come to Obama and said, you do what we say do. You'll be the next president of the United States. Right. And here's a guy worth what? However many billions of dollars. And he says, I'll make you president. And that's that's documented. I mean, you know, it, people can whatever. I, I got it's plenty of stuff out there that you can read and you can educate yourself on on how this stuff works. But there's power brokers out there. That's why I don't think this was a Trump thing or a Clinton thing. Right. I just think it was a power thing. I'm just waiting on them to call me and tell me that I'm going to be president. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking the job. Yeah. I, I mean, how, how else does a city planner and a two-year senator become president? I'm telling you right now. Yeah. I'll take the job. You'll take the job? i take the job. Absolutely. If you, if you, I know. I see a Pray the Ransom ticket. I like Pray the Ransom. You know, if you watched, uh, we started watching it yesterday, the, the designated survivor show on Amazon uh-huh. with uh, Keeper Sutherland, where, you know, the premise of the show is, uh, every time there's a State of the Union address, they take a cabinet member and they put them in a in a in an undisclosed location, and they're okay. the designated survivor. So if something were to happen, right, like the Capitol blows up, which right. is what happens in the show, then that person's automatically made sworn in as president. Right. So that's about the only way I'd ever become president. Is, that- <laughs> is, is, is everybody else would just have to die, and I would be like the guy seventeenth in line. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think we can pull it off. <laughs> we can pull off something. I see. I see. President, I see ransom for Congress. I see that. I see that on a sign. That's a very. You know what? That's a good. That's a. That's a potential. That's a possibility. I think it is. I'm I th- seriously I considering you, that. Yeah. I, I, you I got think the backers need, of this. Are you announcing folks? it? Are you I, I'm gonna... not announcing it, but I strongly oh, okay. would consider it. Yeah. Absolutely. We need. Well, we need someone well, fighting for us. When it's time to announce it, we're gonna. We're gonna. Oh, we'll have a big. Right here. We'll have a big show. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll announce it here first. Yeah. So I guess there's a lot of folks in County that'd be happy with that. Absolutely. But anyway. You see about that. Let's let's switch gears. Uh, he's dead. We'll see what happens. It'll come out. So that movie, The Hunt. Mm-hmm. I was seeing the previews for this thing, and I remember like that old uh, movie with uh, like Gary Busey and what was it, Jean Claude Van Damme, Van Damme, and and Ice Cube or whoever it was in there. Hard Where, Target. Hard Target. Hard yeah, target. when they put these uh, war veterans out in the woods and they right. hunted them, make them harder. Right. You know. And I'm like, okay. Well, so now they make this movie called The Hunt, where they obviously are taking Trump supporters. They call them the deplorables, and these the liberals are hunting them out in the woods. And is this was, a real movie? This is a real movie. It's a real movie. No. So uh, this Starting was Universal Pictures, and this was supposed to come out like this next week or something, or in the next couple of weeks. And so they got so much backlash they pulled it. Because don't you think that would influence some nutcases to like? Well, especially after the El Paso I'm like, thing, are you and the kidding me? Thing and uh, timing's you know, just not right for that. Yeah, that's that's just not. I agree. Not, the timing's okay, not right. Okay, well, but if as it was the other the, way around, 
And there was exactly. Oh my God! Can you imagine yeah. if it was the other way around? Now I'd be curious to see the movie just to see if the deplorables win in the end. You know, because I mean that's usually the, the hunted right. usually comes out on top. Right. I'm sure it would be the one deplorable social justice warrior victim that came out on top. That's how they pick their but, targets. But my point is, if the movie was social. written the opposite way, yeah. Oh, exactly. What kind of backlash do you think it would be right now? Okay, so what if you had you know? And I don't like these movies that keep exacerbating. Uh, the the differences and the divisions and stuff like that. You know, these movies they want to come out with like Twelve Years a Slave or, uh-huh. or Django Unchained or right. these various movies out there that continue. Uh, the Green Book was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Viggo Mortensen and I can't pronounce his name mm-hmm. uh, won Oscars for that. You know, the Green Book's a great movie, but it's like how how much do we have to keep reliving the racial divisions? Can you imagine if it was a a movie where Whites were hunting blacks, or or blacks were hunting whites, and it was a racial thing, much less an identity thing. Or it would cause an uproar. And, and there have been movies that have been mm-hmm. that way, but in this day and age, what if what if red hat MAGA wearing Trump supporters were out it out would, hunting you, liberals? Oh, for sure, they'd lose their mind. It'd be it'd be bad. Yeah. So it's it's just it's you know. It inflames. It causes chaos. It's it's just not good. Let's play fair, America. I mean, yeah, but why are so many people getting offended? It's a movie. Because you have a lot of butt hurt people that get offended over anything. Because you yes, have. I would watch and I, it. I said this last week. When it comes to these shootings, the problem with the shootings is not the guns. The problem with the shootings is not completely all this. It, it, mental health, yes, is a big thing. Um, the lack of faith in God in our lives anymore, there, that there's no moral compass. But let's look at it like this. You have the, the 1% of the 1% that are controlling the 1% of the 1%. So the 1% of the 1% that are those power brokers that are controlling the cultural narrative of our day, mm-hmm. by doing things like putting this crap out there, whether it's – and again, whether it's violent video games, violent movies, this, just all these things, are, the, are those the – are the, those the reason for these things? No, but they do contribute to this culture right. of lessening our value of human life. And speaking and, to that point, my wife, Char, mm-hmm. calls me the other day and she sends me a text and then she calls me and she says, you need to talk to Caleb because uh, he wants um, Grand Theft Auto. Um, and you know that game's violent and it's just against the biblical blah, blah, blah. And she goes mm-hmm. on and she gives all this reason why you shouldn't watch it. And I said, well, play the game. I said, well, hey. You know he's playing that game at Jacobs and at mm-hmm. his buddy's house. Everybody house he goes to, they already have it. Yeah. So he already knows what's in the game. She said, "Well, there's prostitution in there, and there's there's um there's uh strip clubs and all this other stuff. There's a private jet and on the Lolita said, Express." I said, "Well, <laughs> guess what? He's already played the game. Mm-hmm. He's already been exposed to it. So it's not like you can take it back out of his head. Right. I don't see a problem with him playing the game. Well, and and it's it's." That's why I go back to the 1% of the 1%, right. trolling the 1% of the 1%. It's the 1% of the powerful, and the ones that are influenced by it are these fringe, psychotropic, mm-hmm. whatever drugs they're on, whatever they've been medicated with. And they do something with, stupid, and then it's— And they're crazy. It, they, like, they don't process that the same way. Right. Just like Steve said about this movie, The Hunt. He said, well, so what? It's a movie. And I look at it as a cultural narrative— of we are using art to express reality right. of what we would like to see happen. Right. Because let's face it, the issue is never the issue. It's never just a movie. It's always someone with an opinion and a viewpoint who is trying to get that point across. 
They're trying to communicate it using art. It's just like when they they did the the piss Jesus. I don't know if you remember that when they were you know they were using uh, federal funds. Uh, the what was it? The New York Museum was dropping putting a crucifix in the jar of urine. Right. You know, and they were doing these kind of things, or they were painting the Virgin Mary out of human excrement. Right. And they were funding this with federal funds. Mm. They use endowments for the arts. Right. So, you know, we're supporting something, a vision and a voice of people who are trying to use art that's so supposed to be amoral. So you spend millions of dollars on this movie. Yeah. And you pull it. Yeah. What happens to the budget that you spent? Sits on the shelf. And I mean, there's just, tons of movies in Hollywood that that happens. And I will say, but you know what? Think about this. Okay, so that's a movie. Let's talk about TV shows and things like that. Yeah. Some of my favorite TV shows were the best where everything could be said, like All in the Family. All in the Family. I love Archie Bunker. Yeah. And the Jeffersons. Yeah. Think about what George would say about white people, what Archie would say about black people. Right. Uh, what Fred Sanford on Sanford and Son would yeah. say. But it was good sh- television. And I people know. loved it. And it was funny. I was watching. Uh, I was watching some ten-year-old videos yesterday of uh, from the Onion. They were satire news articles, and they were talking about uh, this new trend of of exposing how uh, smoking cigarettes makes kids gay. And so they were doing this whole <laughs> news article, and these studies were coming out of the of kids that that, that you know that. They look gay, and they're right. probably gay because they're smoking cigarettes. And it was hilarious. Couldn't release it today because it's so it's so um, it's so stereotypes mm. the, the male homosexual right thing. And, and I'll show it to you when we get off the. Speaking deal. of male homosexuals, um, <laughs> I was in. Were we? Were we, Eric? <laughs> I was in Austin this weekend, and it was Gay Pride. Yeah, and it I always had no, is. I, I had no idea. And right outside my hotel. Right down Congress, everything was shut down, and there was this parade. Yeah. And when I tell you, dude, it was a party for gay people. Oh, it was. Oh, my God. That's why I always joke about, because we got, you know, I'll stay out in West Hollywood when I go to L.A., and <laughs> and um, that's that's always, that's a constant pride parade. And then you've got, uh, you go down to New Orleans, they're having one every other week. <laughs> and these guys are swinging their junk out and everything. And I'm like, you know, everybody's like, we're just like you. No, I don't wear butterfly wings and, you know. Well, the problem, though, is I wear a lot of wild colors and playfully, so they kind of thought I, like, fit in. Because the one guy asked me, how long have you been in the family? And I said, I didn't know we were a kid. He goes, yeah, in the family. I said, oh, no, I'm not gay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just here on business. (laughs) He's like, oh, sure, you're here on business. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, okay. That's all your jacket. (laughs) Our good buddy Spencer James is a comedian. We were in West Hollywood having a – we had had meetings all that evening, and and we had a dinner meeting or whatever. We came back, and we were eating in this diner, and we are sitting at the bar, and we were having a drink. And um, the bartender comes up washing his glass. He goes, so did y'all meet on Grindr? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. exactly. Did y'all meet on Grindr? No. (laughs) Well, no. You know what, Chad? I was going to say there's one. I think you you got to hit the topic. Yeah. The Hollywood actress that declares she's disgusted. Oh, Roseanne Arquette. (laughs) I mean... This chick, where's my phone? This chick, Rosanna Arquette. Those of you who don't remember Rosanna Arquette, okay, David Arquette, Patricia Arquette, and all this, it's the Arquette family. And if you remember the old Madonna movie, Suddenly Seeking Susan, not the name of that movie? Suddenly Susan? No, Suddenly Seeking Susan. Suddenly Seeking, I don't know. Whatever that, Seeking Susan. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Suddenly Susan show. That was Brooke Des- Shields. Yeah. But then there was Desperately Seeking yeah, Susan. Okay. That's it. Thank you. I don't care. I don't know how anyway, to do that, but. so she comes out 
And this, like, how much drugs are these people on <laughs> to get this self-delusional? <laughs> I mean, this, she, uh, she says, I love Twitter. It's the first thing, it's the first thing I do every day as I check the Twitter. But she says, um, <laughs> she says, oh, come on, where is it? Oh, you, we have it on here. What was the tweet? We have it in here. It's in there. She says, I'm sorry I was born white and privileged. That's it. I'm yeah, sorry it's... I was born white and privileged. Right. Now, you know. She said, I'm disgust, you know, declared her disgust and her shame. Over being born white and privileged. She said, it disgusts me and I feel so much shame. I mean, how can you be ashamed of what color you were born? <laughs> you have no control over that. I mean, there's no control. And you know what? I she could she could declare herself black if she'd like. Yeah, I mean, and, um, Amy Dolezal did, and she can also give you know about of that nine million dollars worth. Um, she can give it away. Yeah, I think. Who, that's, who is that you buzzing? I think it's my phone. Go grab it. <laughs> Go over there and grab it. That's our alarm. That's 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 Eric's alarm. Um, Forty one minutes. But no, I commented on that thing and I said, well, it's real easy. If you if you're if you feel white and privileged, you're worth ten million dollars. Just give all your money away. Give it to give it to a minority. She's not going to do that because she's lying. She's a pander bear. She's a pander bear. Pander bear. She's on the pander bear express. That's a t-shirt idea right there. Pander bear. We need to sell the Chad Prather show pander bear express t-shirts. We'll get right on that. But I mean, no, that's absolutely nuts that you're going to come out. I mean, what, what that is, that is again, these rich and wealthy entitled people who are out there trying to pander to right. these folks, and they don't mean a word they're saying. I was going to say, you know she don't mean that. No. She, can, she just wants to get... Give some, it away. Yeah. Give it away. I mean... But it goes back to these actresses and actors that has have to raise attention to themselves, so they know they're going to put something out like that, and it's... Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, you know, it's just... But then it makes you look so silly in the end. I don't... You're 59 years old, and it took you 60 years to realize that you want to say that? I don't know what it is about people who want to get out there publicly and say dumb things, just really dumb things. I mean, look, I, I, I say a lot of stuff off the cuff, but, I mean, come on. Like Lance Armstrong gets on, and, I mean, you remember Lance Armstrong. He, what, won seven straight Tour de France? Mm-hmm. Illegally doped. And, and, you know, he was doping himself on steroids. Yep. And so... You know, and he had testicular cancer and all that stuff. So he tweets. He says, I can't drop many people on a bike these days, but I just blew the effing doors off of Mike Pence on a Nantucket bike path day made. I retweeted it, and I commented. I said, boy, that must have that, that takes a lot of ball. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, yeah, he's. Yeah, it, I remember that. It took one off. It took yeah. one, yeah. But, I mean, that's just dumb. I mean, Mike Pence is 60 years old, out you know, leisurely riding a bike, and you're out there, oh, I beat Mike Pence. And, oh. Is Mike Pence 60? Yeah. I'd really? give my left nut to ride a bike with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's just dumb, uh, man. So there it is. There it is. It. I don't it. know, man. And, and by the way, there's some funny, there's some funny, like the in, in Everett, Washington, which I love because I do shows there every mm-hmm. year, and Everett, great folks up there, and, and they always show up, and we have a good time. But, you know, they got the, they got the girls wearing the bikinis or the lingerie, the bikini-clad baristas. They're wanting to um, the coffee shop. And that thing's been up there for a long time, right, Candace? They've been doing that coffee shop a while. 
Right. It's been up there for like a decade because yeah. I still live up there and it was just And guess what? The they get great business. Yeah. And when I'm there, I'm buying coffee. That's where I'm going. I'm not going to Starbucks. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, why y'all got to hate on these girls trying to express themselves and serve you some legal oh, jobs? pay their college tuition. Yeah. They're going, in, they're going into education. <laughs> they, they're, uh, yeah. They got to adhere to Everett's dress code. Right. Which requires workers at quick serve retailers to cover their breasts, their backs, their torsos, their buttocks. That's upper the- legs and pubic areas while on the job. In other words, you got to wear a onesie. I mean, you got to put on a full jumpsuit there. Anyway, let these girls sling their coffee naked. Put their pasties and pastries on a plate. Uh, for sure. <laughs> I don't see the problem. And that would what? be a great name, pasties and pastries. But here's my problem. If you're offended by some of this stuff, then why go? Don't go. Don't go. Don't go. They got strip clubs. Right. I mean... Don't go to those. If those offend you, don't go to them. Don't go to them. You Their know? steaks do I, do I really like them? not no. that good. But, you know. <laughs> What'd you say, Steve? I said the steak at the strip club's really not that good. <laughs> 3.39 on Thursdays. Yeah. Well, actually, you can get steak and lobster at the lodge for 10 bucks. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty damn good. <laughs> I know where we're going to lunch. <laughs> That's funny. Lunch on there. Now, that was told to me by a friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Jeffrey Epstein's dead. We're going to see what comes out of it. Eric, thanks for hanging out. Hey, man, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Stick around. We're going to talk about the Clinton body count. You watch that tomorrow <laughs> night. Uh, so we're going to we're risking our lives for our viewers, for our listeners. Don't do it, Jack. Come on, we're going to do it. We're going to talk about it, and we're going to have a good time with it. Uh, we're going to bring. Well, Sarah. this will be the last episode that we ever do. We're going to we're going to bring Sarah Gonzalez in. Let her let her weigh in on it. Right. And uh, we're going to have have a good, good time. Got to give a shout-out. Look at these boots right here. Mark, can you get them? I want a pair of those boots, Chad. The, my good friends at Lane Boots sent me these. <laughs> I don't know if you can But, Chad, you just stand up and show them your jacket, man. You're awfully sharp today. I don't know. Well, you know. <laughs> And I dressed up okay. It's got that American flag on. I've got the star studs on there. I don't Hello. know your good friend, but I could get to know him. No. Just Every time I give Steve Steve free stuff, he's like, oh, I don't like the way this fits. I don't like the way this fits. I don't want it. I don't need it. That's true. Anyway, I love you guys. Go to where podcasts are offered. Share it. Hey, I don't care if you watch it on Facebook. I know people do because I love the comments. I watch it live on Facebook as well. But when you're done, if you, if you don't mind uh, and you have a Facebook page, go find the YouTube link or the podcast link and share it to your Twitter or to your Facebook or wherever it may be. Um, you know, there's some other social media platforms out there that we, we like to share, like All Social and Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R, and put content on there as well. But just uh, help us help us get it out there, man. You guys have been great loyal listeners, and it's been fun watching this thing grow. And uh, we, we kind of had a weird transition because we, we were blowing the doors off with, with, the old, with our former publisher, and, and, you know, then we came over here and we made some adjustments. We started doing more content. And more days, and, and I know folks are like, well, we just like it when you sit in a truck. Well, I like making money. So share it, okay? <laughs> this is the day job, people. This is the day job. <laughs> we do plenty in the truck as well. Willie says hi, by the way. Candice, the queen. Just the queen. Going going forward, Candace. Yes. <clears throat> you're just going to be the queen. Okay. That's what. She's a queen. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm done fighting is it, it. Is it Candace with a C or with a K? With a C. Queen yeah. C. Yeah. 
There you go. Yeah. I'm just going to embrace it from now on. Queen C. Yeah. Queen like C. It. That's all. And DC. There you <laughs> go. Puppet Master Mark. Party Foul Steve. For the Chad Prather Show. Eric Ransom. He's going to run for from Congress. I'm going to push him to run for Congress. I'm seriously considering it. I think you should. You got my vote. I think you should. All right. I love y'all. God bless you. We'll talk to you next time. Don't awesome. be a Jeffrey Epstein. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>